Discover personally how the word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. God is good all the time. We thank God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Today I'm teaching on how to pray. How to pray. Um, prayer is very important. Amen. Uh, prayer for us Christians, it is the engine of the car. It is the center. Amen. It is the altar, amen. Uh, but many people assume the things of God, amen. Like we become born again or we come to church and we just assume that we know things, amen, which is a weakness, amen. So many people, even though they are saved, even though they are Christians, there are things of God that they do not know. Uh, so even though they will be doing the thing, they don't know the thing. So because of that, they miss on, on the foundation. The foundation is everything. The Bible says, what can the righteous what, do when the foundations are what destroyed? Your foundation is everything. Your foundation is everything. Amen. So in Christianity... All the things matters. The main thing every Christian must do is find out the how to. So many Christians know what to, which is good. But how to is the most important thing. Knowing what to is good, but if you don't know how to, even what to will destroy you as you try to what? Do it. So it is the how to, which is what? Very important. Last week, we saw fasting. Amen. To understand fasting and also how to what fast, but today we are looking at how to what pray. Uh, so I want you to really pay attention, amen, to this, amen. Uh, look at a scripture in James chapter five verse sixteen. James chapter five verse sixteen. You want? Do you want me to give you a Bible, or oh, you are fine? You're fine. Okay. James chapter five verse sixteen. 5.16 James chapter 5.16 Hallelujah Amen James chapter 5 verse 16 Yeah King James please mm. Confess your thoughts one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much Amen, Amen. So that James chapter 1, uh, 5 verse 16 says, The effectual prayer of the righteous availeth much. So note, it is not just the prayer of the righteous that availeth much. It is the effectual, the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous. Now, let's leave the word fervent for today. So it is the effective prayer 
of the righteous that what availeth much. It means you can pray and your prayer is not what? effective. So it will not avail much. It will, you won't get much. Please, are we getting it? Yes. So it is the effectiveness of your prayer that determine what? The outcome mm -hmm. of your prayer. Yes. So sometimes you can pray two hours and it will not be effective. And you can pray 10 minutes and it will be effective and the 10 minute prayer will bring you much rewards and answer prayer than what? The one hour. The difference will be how effective that prayer was. So he said, if effectual prayer yeah. of the righteous, what? Availeth what? Much. Amen. And one of the things are to do, we need to do for your prayer to be effective is to know how to pray. Is to know how to pray. And let's not take it for granted. Let's not what? Assume we must go into the Bible and make sure we know how to what? pray. If you already know how to pray, God bless you. Then as we look at the scripture, it what? Affirm it. If you don't know it to then today, by God's grace, you what? Find out and your prayer will what? Much more what? Effective. Effective. Amen. Amen. Now, there are different kinds and types of prayers. The Bible says pray all kinds of what? Pray. Prayers. So I'm not talking about a right prayer or a wrong prayer. I'm not talking about a kind or a type of prayer. I'm just talking about how to pray. So whatever type of, or kind of prayer you'll be praying, there's an ordained way that it must fit in. Amen. Amen. Prayer is too mysterious to define it. You can't define prayer. The Bible never defined prayer. Amen. Because whenever we pray, a lot of things take place. Amen. Too many things happen when we pray to define prayer. Amen. Or to say one's prayer is wrong or right. When we pray, we ask God. But the Bible says when we pray, sometimes we don't ask God. We command things. Sometimes we revoke things. Bible says sometimes we call things into being when we pray. Prayer itself too is an exercise of faith. You see, so prayer is so mysterious that you cannot define prayer. Or you cannot say this is the way to pray or this is not what? The, the way to pray. pray. But there is how to pray. So no matter the way you pray, there is how to pray. And that's what we are going to what? Look at what? Today. Praise the Lord Jesus. The how to pray. Amen. Before we look at how to pray, I just want us to read a few scriptures to show you that for us Christians, prayer is everything. The Bible says we are to devote ourselves to prayers. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. We are to devote ourselves to prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm. Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Mm -hmm. Devote yourselves to prayer, mm -hmm. being watchful and thankful. He said, devote yourself to what? Prayer. Prayers. <laughs> Meaning, commit to it, isn't it? Yeah. Amen. So, we are to devote ourselves to what? Prayers. Look at chapter 1, verse 14. It talks about, or well, let's read Acts chapter 2, verse 42, rather. Amen. 
Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Mm -hmm. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, mm -hmm. to the breaking of bread and to prayer. So the Bible said the church devoted themselves to the teachings, to what? The church services, mm -hmm. to communion, and to what? Prayer. Prayer. So, prayer is center. As Sister Denise was praying today, said so we should pray that the church, this church will be noted as a church of prayer. prayer. Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Why would he say that? Because we have to devote ourselves to prayer. Because, we will look at that today, because one thing you see that prayer is everything. Prayer is everything. Amen. You can't do the work of God without prayer. Amen. And you cannot work with God without what? Let's another scripture on it. Romans chapter 12, verse 12. So this is just to show you. I'm taking this so that you see that it is the center. It is everything. So if you leave him, if Selene, uh, Leave him and you pay attention. So when you leave him, I'll be fine. Amen. Other than that, your attention will be gone. Amen. Look at Romans 12, verse 12. Romans 12, verse 12. Yeah. Be mm -hmm. joyful in hope, yeah. patient in affliction, mm -hmm. faithful in prayer. He said, be faithful in what? Prayer. prayer. Be faithful. Faithful means committed which also stands for devoted in prayer. The only reason why we've read all these things is it gives the indication that for us, prayer is what? The center. So if we are to be faithful to prayer, be committed to prayer, there are scriptures that say all things by prayer and supplication, all things by prayer, then it is important we know how to what? Pray. We do not just what? Assume what? It. That we truly, really know how to pray. Amen. Um, I have come across Christians who don't know how to pray. I've come across Christians. I've come across Christians that have been in a church for years, mature years, and they are serving and when you are praying with them, they behave like you, you rather are abnormal. You rather are doing some, you are doing something what strange. I've come across Christians that are serving God. That when you say we have to meet and pray one hour, they say it's too long. What is the problem? It's because we do not know how to pray, and we do not understand what prayer. Jesus wasn't happy with that. Uh, apostles, he said to them, so you couldn't pray for an hour. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, why do we need to know how to pray? We've already read a scripture that say it is the effectual what prayer of the righteous that what availeth what much. But I want to draw your attention to other scriptures. Uh, this is all part of the foundation that. For you to understand that prayer 
answered prayer is not automatic. That the fact that you have prayed does not mean God will hear it or answer what? It. So this is the we must learn how to pray. Let's look at Lamentation chapter 3, verse 8. Amen. So James made it clear to us, amen, that the, it is the effectual that availeth what? Much, amen. And fervent prayers, amen. But look at Lamentation chapter 3, verse 8. Hallelujah. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 8. Even when I call out or cry for help, he shuts out my prayer. So he was speaking. He said when he called and he cried to God for help, God shut out what? His prayer. So your prayer can be what? Shut out. I don't want us to go into the reasons, but just to indicate to us that the fact that you are praying does not mean it is even going or it will work. Look at the same lamentation. Let's read the 43. The same lamentation, chapter 3, verse 44. The same lamentation, chapter 3, verse 44. Hallelujah. Amen. Lamentations 3, verse 44. We read at 3, verse 8, so we are reading 3:44. Amen. You have covered yourself with a cloud mm-hmm. so that no prayer can get through. So you could see that God has covered himself with what? A cloud. cloud. And no prayer can what? Get through. So you can pray and a cloud will prevent your prayer. God will not even listen to get it to come into what? Answered. So it is naive to assume everything of God. It is important we really what? Find out the what? How? Amen. Proverbs 28, verse 9. Proverbs 28, verse 9. So when you look at the scripture, throughout the scripture, you find scripture upon scripture that makes us understand that the way you pray and how you pray determines whether your prayer will be answered or not. And whether the answered prayer will come what? into what? Manifestation. In Daniel chapter 10, we saw that his prayer was answered, but it never what? Manifested. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Look at Proverbs 28. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 28 verse 9. Mm-hmm. If anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable. So you could see even prayer can be detestable. Other versions say abomination to God. Isn't it? He gave the reason, but we are not really interested. So you are praying, but your prayer has become an abomination to God. In other words, when you are in prayer, praying, you are better off even not praying. But what will cause a prayer to become what? A detestable to what? God. Amen. But the only reason why we've read all these things is to indicate, for us just to have idea that, listen, the fact that you are praying doesn't mean that's it. Amen. You could pray and nothing what happen. will happen. Amen. So how to pray? Now look at Luke chapter 11 verse 1. Amen. Luke chapter 11 verse 1. And this is the reason why we must learn this subject today. Amen. How 
to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. Luke 11, 1. Mm-hmm. One day, mm-hmm. Jesus was praying in a certain place. Mm-hmm. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. So, Bible said Jesus was teaching and was praying at a certain place. Now, study the Bible. Bush gave us details of Jesus' prayer lifestyle. Several times, the Bible said he would take his disciples and leave them and ask them to pray, and he too would move forward. So it's like they are all at the same place, but everybody is at the space praying. So the Bible says even sometimes he would go by himself. So this scripture said Jesus was praying, and when he finished prayer, his disciples say, teach us how to what? Pray. Just as John the Baptist taught what? His disciples how to pray. Now, the Jews pray three times a day. They pray three times a day. So the Jewish people, they are people who pray. So all these disciples of Jesus, they were prayerful persons, like they pray. Because it was their custom to pray what three times what okay. a day. But from this scripture, it means when they observe how Jesus was praying, they notice they did not know how to pray, even though they were what? Praying. Praying or they have been praying. So they say, teach us how to pray. And this scripture also gave us knowledge that John the Baptist also taught his disciples how to pray. And many of John the Baptist's disciples were Pharisees. Pharisees were people that they know God's way. So it means that there was something when it came to what? Prayer, even though they can what? Pray or they were what? Praying. Amen. So we are also going to what? Learn how to pray. The only reason we read this scripture is for us to realize that prayer is not automatic in the sense that you know it. You can miss it. Yes, if you know it, you know it. But if you don't know it, you do know what? Know it. Know it. Amen. So how do we pray? This first part, amen, the first part is to show you what you must do physically when you are going to pray. Amen. The first thing you must note about prayer is that we pray to God Almighty. We pray to our Father in heaven, but in the name of Jesus. So we pray to God in the name of what? Jesus. Look at it yourself. Mighty chapter 6, verse 6. Mighty chapter 6, verse 6. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 6. Mm-hmm. Verse 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Mm-hmm. So the first thing about prayer is you pray to God, but in the name of what? Jesus. Yes. Uh-huh. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So this was Jesus Christ. When he was teaching, in fact, for us to understand, start reading from the four, he was teaching his disciples how to pray. 
Matthew 6, 4 to 6. No, yes. Mm -hmm. So that your giving may be in secret. Mm -hmm. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Mm -hmm. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, mm -hmm. for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Mm -hmm. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Amen. So this one is right after when Jesus, when the disciples said, teach us how to what? Pray. pray. So Jesus began to teach them how to pray. But the first thing that I want you to note there, he said, when you pray, pray to your Father who is what? In, in heaven. heaven. Look at the nine. nine. Amen. Let's read the nine. Matthew 6 verse 9. This then is how you should pray. So that he began to illustrate the prayer. Eh? Our Father in heaven. Amen. So have you noticed that he prayed to God? Yes. Our Father what? In, in heaven. heaven. So we pray to God. We pray to God. We don't pray to Jesus. We don't pray to the Holy Spirit. We don't pray to the Son. We don't pray to the Spirit. We pray to the Father, God Almighty. He's the one we pray to. But we pray in the name of what? Jesus. Jesus. Look at John chapter 16. Amen. Let's read from the 23 to 24. Amen. So you pray to God, Father in heaven, this evening we thank you. Father, we come before you this evening. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray to you. Lord God Almighty, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. In the name of Jesus, I ask. I ask in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind you. Amen. So we pray to God, but we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's read it. John chapter 16, verse 23 to 24. Hallelujah. Amen. In that day, mm -hmm. you will no longer ask me anything. Mm -hmm. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. So, no, Jesus himself said, my Father, God Almighty, will give you anything you ask in, in what? My, my name. name. So, we ask the Father, but in the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at the 26 to 27. The same John 16, verse 26 to 27. In that day, mm -hmm. you will ask in my name. Mm -hmm. I am not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. Mm -hmm. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me. So notice, on that day, you will ask in my name. I'm not saying that I will ask the Father for you. You mean you don't need to ask me to ask the Father, but you are to ask the Father himself in what? My name, which is the name Jesus. So in other words, you don't need to address me. Ask the Father in my name. Uh -huh. Please finish it for us. And have believed that I came mm -hmm. from God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So the first thing in prayer, you pray to God. You pray. I always, whenever I'm praying, I say, Father, this morning to have come before you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray to you. In the name of Jesus, I worship you. In the name of Jesus, I fellowship with you. Because my prayer has changed. And my prayer is just prayer. It's also a fellowship. I always say that. 
Sometimes I'll say, today to having come in my righteousness, I've come in the righteousness of Christ Jesus. You see, so you pray to what? God, in the name of what? Jesus. Praise the Lord. So that's the first thing. Now let's go back to the mighty chapter 6. Amen. Because that is when Jesus was teaching them how to pray. Amen. So the 5 to 6 again. Let's read the Matthew chapter 6, 5 to 6. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 6, 5 to 6. Mm-hmm. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues mm-hmm. and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward in full. Mm-hmm. But when you pray, go into your room. Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So he said when we pray, we shouldn't be like what? The hypocrite who want their prayer to be what? Seen. Seen. But we should go into our room, a closet and what? And pray in secret. So from the statement, what he's saying is that our prayers must be what? Private. Mm. Our prayers must be what? Private. Private. Meaning, when I'm in the house and I want to pray, I go to wherever in the house and what? I pray or I kneel down. Now, in the church, our prayer is what? Private. Please, you understand. Uh, many people mix this, like Jehovah Witness, because of this scripture, they claim you don't pray in church. Which is wrong. What he meant is you don't pray to be seen. You don't pray to give, like, so that to please what? People. But prayer must be what? Private. So in the house, your prayers can be private. Like, for example, I don't pray with uh, Sister Joyce. We don't pray together. When we all wake up, everybody move to his or her corner and pray their prayer it's private but at the same time saturday we meet together as a family so when we all meet together we pray together that is also a private what prayer you see we are getting a new title that means that just alone also meet and what pray for ourselves that is a private prayer so when we come to the church this prayer when we are praying it is what private so it doesn't mean do not pray in the church or do not pray for someone. But he's saying that let your prayers not be like what? The hypocrite who pray long prayer to give what? Impression. Mm. How did we know that? Look at Acts chapter 12 verse 5. Acts chapter 12 verse 5 was clear. It said the church was praying for what? Peter. Peter. Acts 12, verse 5. Mm-hmm. So Peter was kept in prison, mm-hmm. but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The church was earnestly praying. So obviously, to pray in private doesn't mean do not what? Pray. Matter of fact, when you studied this, it was because of the prayer of the church. That's why Peter was what? Saved. Look at James chapter 5, verse 14. James chapter 5, verse 14 says, If anybody is sick among us, we should what? pray for the person. So obviously the private prayer he, he's talking, the closet, he means what? Private what? Prayer. So your prayer must be private. It's private means between you and what? God. Like the church, our prayer must be private when we come. It's between us and what? God. We don't care what people think. We are not praying because of what people think or to give people what? Impression. 
Please, do you understand mm. it? Let's read the James 5.14. Hallelujah. Amen. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with the oil in the name of the Lord. Amen. These are just two scriptures. Once in the church was what? Pray. pray. Once you called the elders to pray what? For you. Mm -hmm. So what Jesus is saying that your prayer must be private. Private is a two... Um, Two secular word. So let me break it down. Your prayers must be personal. Personal. Must be personal. So like, for example, when we are praying in church, it's private. We broadcast the service, not the prayer. For people to know it's a prayer meeting. So we are not being hypocrite. But I've seen people, they say, I'm praying for God to help me and he's broadcasting it. If you are praying for God to help you, why are you broadcasting? It's not private, isn't it? Mm. I'm praying for Croydon, or people join me to pray for Croydon. You understand? Yeah. They are giving pressure, and you see their eyes open, they are reading, and they say they are praying. They forgot that you are praying to God. Amen. So your prayer must be personal. It is your prayer. You are praying to God. Even in church, when we are all prayer about subject, it is still your prayer to God about that subject. It is personal, it is private. So prayer is not necessarily a teamwork. Amen. One time somebody asked me a question. I said, and my wife prayed together. He was shocked. He was kicked as a pastor. You must pray with your wife. I said, No, we don't. There's nothing like that. Everybody pray to God. Mm. That's all. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, the first thing about prayer is you pray to God and in the name of Jesus. The second thing is a private thing. Don't get me wrong, you can pray. As I said, I pray with my family every Saturday. And every now and then, me and Sister Joyce, we sit there and pray for ourselves. You understand? And in this church, you know, we come and what? pray but each one is private we are not trying to please people we are not broadcasting it we are not please you understand it's a personal what issue amen so that's the second thing your closet private it doesn't care whether people think you pray or not if you are praying we will know amen because the fruit amen so that's the second thing now the third thing about prayer jesus said matthew chapter 6 verse 7 we read Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. Amen. The third thing about prayer. So I've decided, I divided it into two. This is the first part. Amen. So the first part is what you must be aware. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Matthew mm -hmm. 6, verse 7. Yeah. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, mm -hmm. for they think they will be heard because of their many words. So he said, when you pray, when you pray, you don't keep, not the word, keep on babbling. Keep on what? Babbling. babbling. Amen. Now, other versions use the word vain repetition. So it means that when you pray, to keep on babbling means to repeat the same word, vainly, vainly. You understand? Vainly means like empty words, like you, you are just repeating yourself. So, Father, give me money. Father, give me money. Give me money. Give me money. Father, give me money. You see, it's vain what? Repetition. You are babbling. 
It's, it's different from Father, give me money. Father, help me find a job that can earn money. Father, I need money for the cap. I need money for the suit. I need. It's different. But please, repeating the same word, word. He said, like the pagans do. The pagan, when you see them, they chant the same way. Uh-huh. Amen. So we, when you continue to read this Christ, now it says it's not the repetition of your words that will make God what hear you. Because when you say bring the water, even me, I hear you, I understand. Bring the water. You don't need to repeat it over and over, isn't it? So he said no vain repetition. So it means that they cannot repeat the same words over and over. When you pray like that, it is wrong. He doesn't like what? That. Praise the Lord Jesus. Are you getting? And this one, too many people confuse it. That it means that do not pray about the same thing. He never said that. He never said do not pray about the same thing. He said do not babble, which, uh, which means repeat, repetition of the same word, vain word, repetition of a word. You see? But you can pray about the same thing over and over. It's not babbling. How did we know that? Look at John, Matthew chapter 28, verse 38 to 44. Bible says Jesus himself prayed about the same thing three times within three hours. So you can pray about the sugar in the morning. You can pray about the same sugar in the afternoon and pray about the same sugar in the evening. It's not vain what? Repetition. You can be praying about the sugar for 30 days every day. It's not vain repetition. God, give me sugar. Father, give me sugar, sugar, sugar. I want sugar, 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 sugar. Sugar, vain repetition. You are babbling. Please, do we get it? Yes. And now some people pray like that. Yeah. Yeah. themselves. Why do you repeat yourself? It's more like you want your prayer to be long. And that's hypocrisy. According to the teaching of Jesus, that's hypocrisy. Because if your prayer is not long, once you say, bring me the water, you finish speaking. <laughs> Having to finish speaking. Yeah. Why do you go on and say, bring me the water? Maybe your children will be annoyed. They'll say, I heard you when you said that. I heard it. First of all, don't they do that? Yes. Yeah. So I heard it when he said I heard it. <laughs> Amen. Look at it. So he doesn't mean repeating the same prayer. By saying repeating yourself whilst you are praying, that is very what repetition, babbling. Amen. Please read it. Matthew 28. Mm-hmm. 38 to 44. There's no 38. So in Matthew 26, Matthew 26, 38 to 44. Did I say 38? Okay, forgive me. Matthew 26, 38 to 34. Hallelujah. Yeah. Matthew 26, mm-hmm. 38 to 44. 44. Mm-hmm. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. 
Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father. So this is Jesus himself what? Praying. Uh -huh. My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from Instead of you to be on your Bible, you're on your phone. Please continue. Yet, not as I will, mm -hmm. but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed. Not My father, the second time. Mm -hmm. if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. So do you notice for the second time he's prayed the same thing? Uh-huh. When he came back, he, found, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. So the Bible says he prayed the third time, saying what? The same, the same thing. thing. So praying the same thing over and over is not babbling. Babbling is when you are praying and you keep repeating yourself the same thing, but that is what? Babbling. Please, do we get the difference? Yeah. So when we are praying, because God is real. God is very real. So imagine yourself, when you are praying, you are talking to someone, or someone is holding on to the words what you are speaking. So you don't need to go on repeating yourself. Amen. That's probably. But you can pray the same prayer over and over. For like almost seven years now, Every service, I literally pray almost the same prayers. The difference would be maybe 20 or 30% difference. But the 70 or 80%, it is the same prayer for six years. Can you imagine? Every Tuesday, every Friday, every Sunday, every Jesus dance campaign, the same prayer. Because every day is the same thing we want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. same thing we want. You understand? Every Thursday we want souls. Aha. Uh -huh. You understand? So don't repeat yourself. When you finish talking, finish. When you finish, if it's one sentence, stop it. Amen. Praise the When you begin to pray like that to where to come. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So these are the three things. Whenever you are going to pray, you must remember that you must pray to God in the name of Jesus, that your prayer must be personal, or you can say private. Amen. It's between you and what God. What people think or what they will say about it doesn't matter. The other day, there was a great woman of God in the Bible called Hannah. She was praying by herself private. And the head pastor went and said, you are drunk. Early in the morning, and you are drunk. And she said, I'm not drunk. I am pouring out my heart. Mm -hmm. Now, who was right? The woman or what? The head pastor. The Bible gave us the answer. God heard and answered what? The woman's right. prayer. Mm -hmm. The woman was what? Right. right. As for the head pastor in her mind, that is not how to pray. But the woman was praying. It was private by herself to God. She was so praying that Bible says she was just murmuring the words with tears. God understands tears. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So note, it's private now between you and God. 
You are not praying to please anyone. If you think you are praying to please pastor, you are failed. It's no more private. If you think you are praying so that you feel like you also prayerful, you are filled. It's no more private. Hypocrite. Say you are trying to show. It, you are praying to a real person. He's called God Almighty. You understand? And it's also what, that's what it means by private. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Then, don't bab. When you finish, stop. When you finish, stop. Eh? When you finish, stop. So when you begin to do this, that is when you will realize that when you are going to prayer, you will need your prayer point. Because you realize that your prayer will finish and you come out and you are walking and remember, oh, I could have prayed for this. I forgot to pray for this. So now when you are going, you have what? Your prayer point so that you can. When you come to my prayer room, I have a board, I have pen and paper there, all sorts of paper. There, yeah, because I'll forget things, so I write. I'm always writing things, amen. And sometimes I'm praying God is speaking to me. Sometimes my brain just opens and it's downloading. I have to what? Write it, amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So these are the three things you must put. Now let's come to the prayer itself. So if you are aware of these three things, now there is a clear way to begin to pray. You cannot just start and say, Father in heaven, I bind Satan. No. No, you can't do that. Or you cannot say, Father in heaven, I need car, just give me car. You cannot do that. There's a clear way that the Bible teaches to enter prayer. And let's look at it. So the first thing, when you are going to pray to God, God, the first thing is you start with praise and thanksgiving. You always start praying to God, talking to God with thanksgiving and what? Praise. You see, there are many offices you cannot go and start speaking to the boss without addressing him by his name, plus the title. Am I lying? Yeah. Plus what? The title. So with God, the first thing, when you go into prayer, the moment you decide to pray, you start thanking him and praising him. Now, we praise him and we thank him with both words and song. Let me show it to you, Psalm 104. Psalm 104. Psalm 104. So now, this is once now you are private with him and you are beginning to pray. So the first thing is to thank God and praise him. Mm -hmm. Amen. Psalm 104, mm -hmm. verse 1. Yes. Praise the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God, you are my very great. No, I didn't say... Uh, uh, sorry. Psalm 104. Yeah, okay, continue for me. Lord my God, you are very great. Mm -hmm. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light. Psalm 100, 100 verse, Psalm 100, chapter 4. <laughs> Not 104. <laughs> Psalm 100. Psalm 100 verse 4. Hallelujah. Please, do we get it now? Yeah. Uh -huh. Psalm 100 verse 4. Uh-huh. 
Psalm 100, verse 4. Mm -hmm. Enter his gates with thanksgiving mm -hmm. and his courts with praise. Mm -hmm. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Amen. Amen. So it is clear they said, God, when you are coming to God, you enter the gate of God with what? Thanksgiving and praise. Mm -hmm. So when you are going to speak to God, when you enter with what? Praise and what? Pray. Thanksgiving. So the first thing, the moment you kneel down to pray, is Father, I thank you. Amen. And now the praise and thanksgiving, he said. The thanksgiving means thanksgiving. Thanking God. And the praise, the word praise there is meant to be with singing, with a song. So you must always sing when you are starting. You must always sing to God. Because we are learning how to pray. So there are people you enter their court with what? Doorbell, isn't it? Mm. There are others you enter with what? Knock. Mm -hmm. Some you enter with what? Appointment. Amen. But with God, you enter with what? Praise Pray. and what? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Amen. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done, what you are doing, what you are yet to do. You are thanking him. If there's a specific thing, you mention it. I thank you for yesterday for delivering my daughter. I thank you for your mercies. Praise the Lord. Now you are praising, uh, you are thank, uh, singing. Amen. The thanksgiving, the praise is singing and thanksgiving for what he's done. Oh, you are Lord. You are Lord. Or you reverse it. You start singing, you are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. Lord, I thank you. If it hasn't been you on my side, you are not doing it. You shouldn't do it as a ritual. As a, it must come from what? Your heart. Amen. So you enter his gate with what? Thanksgiving and praise. So you, 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 when you begin to say any other thing before this, you are filled mm -hmm. in prayer. Amen. With thanksgiving. The Bible said with thanksgiving and what? Prayers. Please, are you getting me? Yes. So that's how you enter. Amen. Uh, look at the same Psalm 116. Psalm 116 verse 17. Amen. Psalm 116, verse 17. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 116, mm -hmm. verse 17. Mm -hmm. I will sacrifice a thank offering to you and call on the name of the Lord. Amen. So note, he said he was going to call on the name of the Lord, but he said he will first sacrifice what? A thanks offering to God. Then what? Oh, his name. name. So you mm -hmm. must always sacrifice your what? Thanksgiving to God first. That is your praise and what? Worship. Philippians mm -hmm. chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. So if prayer is an official letter, official letter, what do we have first? Is it the date or the address on the right? The address, isn't it? Mm. So no matter what, whoever you are writing, whatever the content of the official letter is, you must put the address first, isn't it, on the right? So your praise must what? And your thanksgiving must always what? Come what? First. Amen. 
please read it for us. Philippians 4, verse 6. Mm -hmm. Do not be anxious about anything, mm -hmm. but in every situation mm -hmm. by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. Not, not the word. In every situation, by prayer and petition, wait for thanksgiving. Where does this thanksgiving come from? Uh, come? Beginning. Because it says, enter his gate and his court with what? Thanksgiving and praise. So the first thing, you must thank God. The first thing, because you'll be surprised if it hasn't been God on your side. Mm. Or if it hasn't been the message of what? Mm. God. Amen. So the first thing in prayer, if you hear me pray me intercession, I literally start every prayer point with thank you, God. Not just start prayer with thank, but prayer point with thank you. God, even if you hear me pray for people here, I always thank God for them. Mm. So you always start your prayer with what? Thanksgiving. Thanking what God. And with a song. Uh, like today, I was praying. And guess what? I called Frank Edred. Do we know Frank Edred? Yeah. He's a very great musician. I called him to come and lead praise and worship. Yeah. And he came. How did I do it? YouTube. 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 It's the same thing. What he did at the stage, I just YouTube. So now it changes. Now when I'm praying, I don't like, I don't, there was years ago, I would sing with my voice. There was no music. You understand? But now, ah, YouTube. Who do I want to lead worship today? <laughs> my snatch, snatch, come, come and lead worship. They can never say no. Then I begin to pray. Then I begin to worship. I begin to sing. I begin to sing. Sometimes something breaks. Sometimes the presence comes. Sometimes the tongue changes. Sometimes the tears just begin to flow. Sometimes you numb, but that's not what you are going to. But I'm saying, I'm just brought this up to say, now it is even easier if you cannot sing. You can always call one of these gospel musicians <laughs> to come and sing for you. No, that's what it is. That's how easy it is now compared to Paul's days. Amen. And say, just tell me the song <laughs> via YouTube. And it is there. He will, be sing, he will be singing for you. He can never say no. Even if he's asleep, he has to appear. <laughs> Amen. So I, I play, when I sit down, I just, normally, when I wake up, I hear a song being sung. You hear it here. You wake up, you hear it. It's the Lord speaking to you. By so normally, I'll play that song what? First. And that song will lead me to what? Other what? Songs. And as I'm playing the song, I'm thanking him. Sometimes I will sing the song, thank him. Sometimes before I thank him. So you always start with what? Thanksgiving and what? Singing praise to him. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, the next thing after Thanksgiving, the next thing is the, if it is let I'll say the date. The date, which is forgiveness of sin. After you thank God and you praise him, the next thing you must do in prayer is to ask for forgiveness of sin. It is very important. You must repent of your sins and ask him what? To forgive you. If you don't do this, your prayer could be cost 90. We read a scripture. Let, let's, let me show you. 
John 9, verse 31. John 9, verse 31. John 9, verse 31. I know you're a little bit late. Today we are teaching on how to pray. How to pray. John 9, verse 31. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. So the Bible says God does not listen to what? Sinners. Sinners. Say we know. So if you have sins and you're a sinner, you are going to talk from God to God by this scripture, you know what? Listen to you. So what is the first thing you do? Repent. Aha. Please, you understand. Uh, other than that, you enter and say, hey, my friend. <laughs> you see, let me show you another scripture. Isaiah 59, verse 1 to 4. You see that in Isaiah 59, verse 1 to 4, it says, Our sins causes our prayers not to be what? Heard. Amen. So because of that, the second thing after thanking God and praising God is to ask for forgiveness of what? Sin. Sin. I ask forgiveness of sin every day when I pray. I ask it for my children. I ask it for all of you. Every day. Every day when I pray, I ask for forgiveness of sin. Amen. Please read it. Isaiah 59 verse 1 to 4. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. So he said, God's arms are not short to save us, what we are praying, or he's not done not to hear what we are asking. Uh But your iniquities have separated you from your God. He said, our sin is what separates us from what? God. Uh To the fall. Your sins have hidden his face from you. So my sins will hide God's face from me. Mm-hmm. So the reason why God is as if God does not hear us or mind us is because of our what? Sin. Sins. So the second thing you ask forgiveness of sin. Amen. Amen. Now it is arrogance on the highest level. To pray without asking God for forgiveness of sin. Why am I saying that? Because the Bible says the most righteous among us is like a filthy what? Rag before what? God. So yes, you think you are righteous, but before God, filthy as a rag. Let's read that scripture. Uh, Isaiah 64 verse 6. 64 verse 6. No, hey, go to the back. Go to the back. Because every noise deserves me. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 64, mm-hmm. verse 6. Mm-hmm. All of us have become like one who is unclean, mm-hmm. and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. Amen. So it's a, we have become filthy rags. Rags. Unrighteous people and they are like filthy rags. So, and the scripture first Corinthians say, the one who thinks he stands should be what? Careful. Careful least he fall. Mm-hmm. So, you must ask for forgiveness of sin. Because if God begins to judge you, be surprised. Sometimes, literally, we can put it like that. I can say, oh, I haven't sinned because even today I have not gone out. I'll be in the room from morning 
to even, I didn't step out, and the next day has what? Come, and I'm praying again. But yes, to ask for forgiveness of sin. Mm -hmm. Because even if I haven't sinned, do I lose? But I'd be surprised, even though I haven't been out of sin, maybe I've lied on the phone. Maybe I have thought certain things about my wife. Yeah, when God begins to open your heart for sin, you'll be surprised. Mm. So the second thing is forgiveness of what? Sin. I always ask, Father, I always say repent. I repent. The Bible says if you repent of your sin and you ask for forgiveness, you'll be what? Forgiven. So I don't say, Father, forgive me. Father, today I repent of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Today to act me of my sins because of the blood of Jesus. I always pray this prayer. Sometimes a particular sin will come into mind. I will mention it. I will say, forgive me for, for this sin. I repent of this sin. Sometimes a particular issue will come and I'm thinking, did I sin or not? I'll say, Father, if I had sinned by this, forgive me. Yeah. Always ask for forgiveness. Because he said, your sins have separated you from what? God. God's hands are not too short to save, nor too dumb to hear, but your own sins. So the second thing, after the praise, you ask for forgiveness of what? Sin. Sin. Before they say, my friend, go. Go to the left. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. Are you getting it? Yes. Or someone give the Lord a clap of faith? <laughs> so when you begin to pray, what was the first thing? You begin to thank God mm-hmm. and give him sacrifice of praise. Yes. That by singing. Mm-hmm. Amen. Then the second thing is what? You ask for forgiveness of sin. Yes. Do it for your loved one. Bible says Job always sacrifice for his children just in case they afford sin. Amen. You ask for forgiveness of sin. Amen. Then the third thing is Protect yourself. Wear the full armor of God. Thirteen, because as you begin to pray, you don't know the spirit that will try to attack you. Not making you sick, even making you lazy. Attacking your mind. The lateness that will come on you. Or how maybe you want to pray one hour and just 15 minutes. <laughs> yes. Then your mind just changed. Mm. I'll do it tomorrow. Then you, you understand. Or it could be even spiritual attack. So the second thing is you protect what? Yourself. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 to 13. If you don't know the phone call that will come, that will be tempted yeah. to pick it. Like so many distractions apart from the spiritual attacks. So the first thing, the third thing is you protect yourself. And which efficient armor of what? God. God. Efficient to take. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians 6, 11 to 13. Uh-huh. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Mm-hmm. Did you start from 11 to 13? Uh, okay. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in so the heavenly realm. So you are praying, prayer is rest. One part of prayer is when you pray to you wrestle. Yeah, Paul said, I wrestle for you in prayer. Amen. So, you, say, but you don't know you are struggling 
against people you can't see. They are not flesh and what? Blood. So not like you can see them even if they are there. So what does wisdom teach? That you wear what? The full armor of God. Amen. That's the third thing. So I always do it like this. Father, wear the full armor of God as it is in Ephesians 12. Ephesians 6. Amen. I, I, that's why I say it. That's all. He knows the full armor. I just wear it. That's why I say it. And when I say it, I mean it. I believe I have worn it. Amen. And I do it for every day. Because years, years ago, I read a book by Rebecca, Rebecca Brown, a doctor. They use her, her books to teach an American to teach in the Bible school against witchcraft, demonology. And he said he was so much under attack. He would pray for people and she would be attacked that she would feel it, she would see it. And she asked God why. And God said, does not wear the full armor of God. And God said to her, to wear the full armor of God, what? Daily. So I also wear it, what? Every day when I'm praying, Father, I wear the full armor of God. And I always say this too, because I believe that is why I say, I soak my body, my spirit, my soul, my life in the blood of Jesus. And I surrender it with goes comes me fire. It is, it, I'll use the word automatic statement that comes, but it is always coming from my heart. And I do it for you people. I say, I bring every member of devotional light church before you. I have a list. I soak their bodies, their spirit, their soul, their life in the blood of Jesus. And I wear them the full armor of God as it is in Ephesians 6. And I surrender them the Holy Ghost con- fire. I soak everything that is connected to me in the blood of Jesus. The humans, I wear them the full armor. I don't have a pet. If I had a pet, I wear the pet the full armor of God. It's true. <laughs> Amen. Because they are living beings. Mm. Amen. So that because anytime your PP, personal protection, is your first line of what? Defense. Amen. So you must wear what? The full armor of what? God. God. Amen. So that is the third thing in prayer. So if I want you to get it. If prayer is writing an official letter, no matter what, you need the address, isn't mm-hmm. it? Then after the address, the date, isn't mm-hmm. it? Then after the date, is it the salutation? Yeah. So we say that wearing the full armor of God is what? The salutation, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Then now, once we finish this three, now you make your request known to God. Mm-hmm. Request known to God is whatever you want to pray about. The reason why you are praying, you begin to what? Tell what? God. God. And that one, we call it maybe the body of what? The letter, is yeah. it? Look at it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Amen. So, after you do these three things, you pray these three things, now you can begin to bring, Father, I want rice, I want Nikes. Mm-hmm. I, you can, it's, your, it's your prayer, isn't it? Yeah. It's private, it's personal, isn't it? Yeah. So now you have three things that you can begin to bring whatever you want. Whatever what you want. If you need to buy, you buy. If you need to break, you break. Amen. This is a general what? Frame. If you need to ask, you ask. Because it's not every day that you break. Not every day that you what bind, amen. If it is an issue, you bring it. If it's about a dream, you bring it. Like you understand. So look at it. 
Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Hallelujah. We've read it, but I want us to look at it from another angle. Amen. Philippians 4, 6. Mm -hmm. Do not be anxious about anything, mm -hmm. but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So it says, with prayer and petition, thanksgiving, present your what? Request. So from here, from the fourth, you're on your own. It's your what? Request. Amen. How I pray about, I pray about anything. Amen. I can never be wrong when I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Alleluia. So what is the first thing when you do in prayer? Thanksgiving. And praise. And praise. Second. For Forgiveness of sins. Third, you wear the full armor. Oh, of God. Then fourth. Make your petition known. It's up to you. Amen. So then you can pray all where you want to pray. Amen. Whatever you want to pray. Then, the fifteen, amen, is after you've prayed everything, it is important you pray in tongues. It is important you pray in the spirit. Amen. Let's look at it, amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. That is why every believer must seek the gift of praying in tongues or the baptism of what? The Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. With the evidence of praying what? Tongues. Tongues. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So it said, pray in the Spirit with all kinds of what? Prayer, capital S. So pray in the Holy Spirit, meaning pray in tongues. So we are to pray in tongues. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14 to 15. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14 to 15. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians 14, mm -hmm. chapter 14 to 15. Mm -hmm. For if I pray in a tongue, mm -hmm. my spirit prays, mm -hmm. but my mind is unfruitful. So what shall I do? Not what shall I do? Eh? I will pray with my spirit, mm -hmm. but I will also pray with my understanding. Mm -hmm. So I he will pray with his spirit, pray in tongues, and also pray in what? Words. Where's his understanding? Because when you pray in words, you understand what you are saying. When you pray in tongues, you do not what? understand. Uh -huh. I will sing with my spirit, mm -hmm. but I will also sing with my understanding. Amen. Amen. You better start singing in the spirit. <laughs> Amen. So he said he will do what? He will pray in tongues. Yes. The other scripture to say pray in what? The spirit. Pray in what? Tongues. So the fifth part of prayer, no matter what you've asked for, you must pray in tongues. You must pray in tongues. So if you don't pray in tongues, if you don't have the gift of praying in tongues, gift. Just ask God to let the Holy Spirit what? Give you. And he will give you. But it's something you must desire and it's something you must use in what? Pray. He said, what will I do? I'll pray what? With my understanding and also in the with my spirit. Mm -hmm. And we read a scripture that says pray in the spirit in all what? occasions. Yes. So you must pray in tongues. So this is how I do it. This is how I do it. 
when I finish worship, when I ask for forgiveness of sin, my body, I always start with tongues because in my mind, there are things that I'm not even aware. So in my mind, as I pray in tongues, it gets taken care of before I begin to ask God for the five pound and the ten pound and everything. You understand? And also, every prayer that I pray, let's say I'm praying uh, for church growth. As I pray in words, Father, increase devotional light church with men like us. Up to devotional light church. They that are seeking, bring them. Let the numbers forever increase. As I pray in words, then I'll go on to also pray what? In tongues. So, kabayandere kayanduro. That's how I do it. And when I finish my prayer too, the last bit, I just pray in tongues. Why? Because in my mind, there are things I'd even forgotten. I do not know. So tongues will take care of it. Why am I saying that? Because the Bible says we do not know how, but it says we do not know what to pray. And it said the Holy Spirit helps us. And how does he help us what to pray? When we pray what? In tongues. And the Bible also says when you pray in tongues, though you do not understand what you are speaking, but you are speaking what? Mysteries. So I always have this mindset that even though I've prayed whether one hour, three hours, I've missed a lot of things. So, anyway, Holy Ghost, where you are, come on. <laughs> Give me utterances. Mm. You, 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 you understand? So, let's look at those two scriptures. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Romans 8, verse 26. Mm-hmm. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. No, He helps. In our weakness, what weakness is it? Drunkenness or uh, 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 smoking or what? We do not know what we ought to pray for. He helps us in our weakness in prayer because we do not know what to pray. Yeah, you pray, you pray, but the one thing that matters, it did not even occur mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Aha! So it's a weakness which we all have and we forever have. But it is the Holy Spirit that would help us in what? That weakness. By giving us, how does he help us? But the Spirit himself intercedes for us Mm -hmm. through wordless groans. Mm -hmm. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit. Amen. So he said the Spirit himself intercedes on us. Amen. And he went on to say that the Holy Spirit is the one who knows what? The mind of the Spirit. Now when you pray in tongues, the Bible says it is the Holy Spirit that is giving you utterances. So when you pray in tongues, that's one of the ways he helps us to what to pray. Amen. Please we understand. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians 14. Verse 2. Verse 2. For anyone who speaks in a tongue Mm -hmm. does not speak to the people, but to God. Mm -hmm. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. So so as you are speaking in tongues, you are uttering mysteries by the Spirit, capital S. So the Holy Spirit, when you are speaking in tongues, you utter mysteries, and by that too, he helps you in our weakness in what? Prayers. Praise the Lord Jesus. So tongues is very what? Important. Matter of fact, many great men of God will tell you that as a pastor, at least 90% of your prayers must be in tongues. Yeah. 
Yeah. Amen. Yeah. They will tell you. Maybe I'll say maybe maybe 60 or 70% of my prayers is in tongues. I mean, when I pray three hours, when I pray three hours, 90% is in tongues. I cannot pray in words three hours. What am I saying? Unless I'm repeating myself. <laughs> no, that's the truth. Yeah. When I pray six, last time I prayed six hours, only in tongues. Only in tongues, apart from the forgiveness of sin and the full armor of God and the thanksgiving. Only in tongues. Praise the Lord Jesus. So you must pray in tongues. It is very important. You must also pray in words. It is what? Important. So what have we seen today on how to pray? Your prayer must be private. It's a personal thing to what? You, amen. And you pray to God in what? In the name of Jesus. And then try to please God by a long prayer, by repeating your words, your statement. Don't babble. Amen. And once you meet three, you are aware of these three things. Don't forget that you start your prayer by what? Thanking God and asking and praise. And asking God what? For the forgiveness of sin. And also wearing, protect yourself by wearing what? The full armor of what? God. Amen. And after whatever you pray for and about, don't forget to pray in tongues as well. Don't forget to be praying in what? Tongues. I always thought that every believer, at least once in a week, you must be able to sit and just pray in tongues one hour. Trust in the Holy Spirit that he knows what matters and he's giving what? All trances. Amen. So this is how simple it is to pray. It has no formula, but it has a principle. Amen. So that the door will be what? Open for you. Nothing what block you and distract so that you can be in the presence of God so that now you can tell him what you want, your needs. Please, do we understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going, but I just want to address this. What about the posture of prayer? Amen. What about the posture of prayer? Does it matter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, for we Christians... Prayer is real. Prayer is with God. So we are allowed to have and take any posture that we want in prayer. Just that that posture must not be disrespectful. Because you can sit down, but the way you are sitting there is disrespectful, isn't it? Mm. No, you can stand, but the way you are standing is disrespectful. Isn't it? You are told the person standing here like this. Isn't it disrespectful? It is, isn't it? Yeah. And you, you can sit down. Uh, where's, where, give me your phone, please. As you are praying. <laughs> So we are to take any posture, but the posture must not be what? Disrespectful. Please, do we understand? So it's not a matter of the posture for we Christians. It's a matter of the posture, what it is what? Speaking. Please, do, do you understand? So let us look at it quickly. So you see that First Chronicles chapter 17, verse 16. 
that when David went to pray to God, he sat down. Bible says he sat before what? God. So you can sit and what? Pray. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you sit and pray and the Holy Spirit will quicken you to stand. Mm. You must stand. Mm. Amen. Mm. Sometimes you realize where you are, the right posture is not to sit. It's to stand on it. So you stand on it. But this one is just to show us so that we are not uh, misled about posture. Because if your posture, you are not comfortable in your posture, it will hinder your prayers. As you are praying or you are waiting, you just want to get up and what? Go because you are struggling with what? Your posture. Amen. One posture I wish I could do and pray, but I'm not able to do it and sometimes it hurts so bad. It's just to sit down. Like, I mean, I can't do it for, I cannot even, I cannot do it for even 30 minutes. And I wish I can do it for hours. Amen. Praise the Lord. So First Chronicles chapter 17 verse 16. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. First Chronicles chapter 17, verse mm-hmm. 16. Yes. The king David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, Lord God? And what is my family? That- Amen. So this is when God told David that his kingdom forever will be established, that Solomon will be king. So the Bible says he went to sat before what? God, and he began to say, meaning he began to what? Pray. Mm. So you could see he was sitting whilst he was what? Praying. Praying. Amen. And when in yeah, when I'm praying in my closet, 90% of the time I'm sitting. I just sit. It's I sit and I what? Pray. pray. Amen. Uh, Mark chapter 12, verse 25. Mark chapter 12. So in Mark chapter 12, you see that they, when they were praying, the Bible said they were standing. They stand and what? Prayed. Pray. Amen. Hallelujah. They stand and what? Prayed. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mark chapter 12, verse 25. Ma- sorry, Mark chapter 11, verse 25. Mark chapter 11, verse 25. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mark 11, 25. Mm-hmm. And when you stand praying, mm-hmm. if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. Amen. So Jesus was speaking. So when you stand, what? Praying. praying. So you can stand and what? Pray. pray. Intercession. I realize when we go for intercession, I'm not able to sit down and what? Pray. pray. I, I stand and walk about and what? Pray. In church, I don't sit to pray. I've never sat in church to pray. Even before I became a, a pastor, I will stand and what? Pray. pray. Amen. So you can stand and what? Pray. pray. It doesn't matter where. You can stand and what? Pray. Our God is real. He's real. It's a relationship. So we don't need to face the sun and be, have a particular what? Posture. Amen. Uh, kneeling down. Can you kneel down and pray? Yes. yes. Luke 22 verse 41. Luke 22 verse 41. I hardly kneel down to pray. I will kneel down to worship, to give thanks, but I hardly kneel down to pray. Because when I kneel down, I cannot kneel down for a long what, time. Uh-huh. Luke Amen. 22, verse 41. Yes. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed. So he was talking about Jesus. So he said, Jesus went further and Jesus what? Knelt Kneel down. down and prayed. Could you believe many Muslims who come to me at Jesus' dancer campaign? And they will say, why is that you Christian when you are praying? You don't kneel down. And they will show me this scripture. 
that this scripture means that we should kneel down. And I will show them a lot of scriptures. That means we should stand, we should lift up our hand, we should sit, and we should even lie down. You see? So if you don't know the scripture, they will use this to twist. It's not a command. It just showed us that Jesus kneeled down to what? Pray. Meanwhile, when Jesus himself was talking about prayer, he said, when you stand to pray. pray, amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So yes, we can kneel down and what? Pray, amen. Lying down, yes, you can lie down and pray. Mark 14, verse 35. I heard Bishop Daki what knows. He said, he lies down when he's praying. He doesn't sit down, he lies down. Amen. I don't, I'm not able to lie down and pray. I've never done that. Like when I say I've never done that, like lying down and pray, I've not been able to. Amen. Mm-hmm. But he said he lies down and what? Prays. Pray. Amen. Mark 14, verse 35. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass for him. Okay. This is not really clear, but let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 25. Because fell down could mean a lot of things, isn't it? So it's clearer at Deuteronomy 9, 25. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy 9, 25. I lay prostrate before the Lord. He laid prostrate, meaning he laid face down flat. Mm. Amen. Before the Lord and what? And he began to pray. This is Moses. Amen. So you can lie down and begin to what? Pray. Pray. It is allowed. Amen. Amen. God is a spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Because, you know, we sit down and we talk to people. We stand and we talk to people. Many marriage people lie down and talk to each other, isn't it? Uh-huh. So we can do that as well. Uh, what about lifting up our hands? First Timothy chapter 2, verse 8. There's a part of prayer that you will be led. You feel like lifting up your hands. It will be like when you lift up your hands, rather you are comfortable. It is part of prayer. When you have that, do it. Amen. All of a sudden, you see that it's like when you lift up your hand, that moment you are comfortable. Lift it up. Amen. In prayers, amen. Hallelujah. First mm-hmm. Timothy chapter two, verse eight. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I want the men everywhere to pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or disputing. So it says, lifting up what? Holy, holy hands. hands. When you read the Bible, we see a lot of scripture where they lifted up their hands in prayer. Was what they were praying. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to be aware of it. That because the Holy Spirit is not everything that He'll tell you. Some He'll prompt the body. What do you feel like lifting up the hands? When it comes, you have to. Because only God knows what it can mean a lot of things for you. Yeah, it can mean judgment, it can mean stress, it can mean a lot of what things. Amen. So what have we said today? We have said that there's a right way to pray. Amen. And you, and what did we say about it? We said prayer is a private what thing and that we pray toward God in the name of what Jesus, Jesus. amen and also when we pray uh, we, we also said that um, we do not repeat ourselves vainly or babbling amen whether words or sentences amen so when we are praying amen and we say, when you begin to pray, you always must start with thanksgiving and what? Praise. Praise. And you, the next thing after that is ask God to forgive you of your sins. Do it for your loved ones. Amen. 
And the third thing is that after you ask God to forgive you of what your sins, wear what? The full armor of what? God. And once you've done that, now whatever your prayer requested, now believe it. Believe it that now God has accepted you in. Because if you enter, we should come before him with what? Boldness. Throw him of what? Grace. Now present your request to God. Amen. After you've done that, don't forget, you must pray in tongues as well, whether in between connected or anything. But you must pray in tongues. Amen. We read a scripture that says we should pray in tongues and in what? Words as well. So you must pray in words as well as what? Tongues. But there are times you must just dedicate a time and just pray in tongues. Because as far as God is concerned, you do not know what what pray. So you must allow the Holy Spirit to help you by praying in what? Tongues. Please, do you understand? And we are free to assume any position whilst we are what? Praying. As long as the posture of that position is not dishonoring what? God. Anything in terms of posture that would dishonor man will also dishonor what? God. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. God, Bible says, what you do unto them, it's me you do unto. Amen. You want to lift up your voice and begin to pray regarding today's service. Just begin to pray about today's service. Only you know what God has said to you by this service. Begin to pray about it. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.